What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Unfiltered with me, Lindsay. I'm so glad that you guys came back for another episode. This is, I think, episode 10, which is exciting. We're finally in the double digits. I feel like now I can maybe stop saying slash thinking that I have a new podcast because, you know, 10 episodes, it's not that much, but I feel like it's something and we're getting up there. We're getting into, you know, two months of Unfiltered. So um, today we are going to be diving into a fun topic and a topic that's super relevant to my life right now in terms of dating, and that is dating apps. So we are going to talk about dating apps, experiences, stories, highs and lows, funny things that have happened to me on dating apps, crazy things that have happened to me, sad things, good things. It's just going to be, you know, more of a personal episode, sharing stories. This is a good old solo episode. I would have maybe liked to have a guest for this episode, but you know, I think it will still be fun to do this alone and share kind of my stories. And then you guys have sent in some of your experiences as well and questions. So I hope you guys are excited about this one. I hope it's relevant to some of you guys' lives as it is currently relevant to mind because I just dived, dived, dove. I just dove back into the world of dating apps, actually exclusively Hinge. I'm only on Hinge right now, but I just dove back into that world after like over three years of not being on them at all. So, you know, a lot has changed in that time. Also guys, I don't know if you can pick up on it in the background, but if you can hear any landscaping and weed whacking going on, that is just, you know, of course these things happen at the exact time that you sit down to record a podcast. (laughs) So that's kind of going on at the townhouses right now. So I wanted to start off by reading our review of the week. And this is something that I started doing. If you guys feel inclined to leave a review for the podcast, you have a great chance of getting shouted out on a future episode because I started picking one every week and shouting out that reviewer. So just to show a little bit of thanks and appreciation for you guys that come to listen every single week. So this review is from Nikki Roth and she said, amazing podcast. Lindsay is incredible. Thank you so much, Queen. She says, I am an OG Lindsay fan. We are about the same age, so it's been really awesome watching you grow up and having your influence to look at for advice within my own life. We definitely have a lot of parallels with those classic growing up things. Ha ha. I think it's wonderful that you started this podcast. Sometimes I fall behind on YouTube videos being a busy grad student, but I always love having something to listen to when I go for a walk or a car ride. I love how you are down to earth and talk about real issues without holding back. Keep up the good work. Excited to keep up with the future episodes. That was a little bit of a longer one, but it was so kind and so sweet. And I really appreciate the time that you took to write that, Nikki. And I definitely get it too. Like that's one thing I love about podcasts as well is I feel you. Like sometimes I fall behind on watching videos. You know, there's just so much content on YouTube and it's really nice to be able to have something for when you're in the car or you're going somewhere or I listen to podcasts when I'm like in the shower and doing dishes and getting ready and things like that. And now let's get into a bit of our weekly catch-up, our solo weekly catch-up. So it kind of feels like 
I mean, even since I recorded one week ago with Megan, it feels like that week has just flown by, you guys. Like, it's kind of crazy, and I feel like I really haven't done that much, to be honest. But the last couple of days, it's just been so pretty. I've been really enjoying the sunshine, and I don't know how long it's gonna last. Honestly, I only think it's gonna last like a couple more days, but I've been, you know, just really, well, I, you know, as much as I can, enjoying the sunshine on my walks with Squirtle, and I've been hanging out on my balcony getting some work done and just really enjoying this like spring that is coming so I do feel like you know even though we're all quarantined right now it is nice that you know hopefully it's warming up most places right now and there are still you know little ways that you can kind of like bring outside into your inside space even if it's just opening some windows and letting some fresh air in I mean even that is great so I've been feeling really good I know it's like kind of boring to talk about the weather but I swear just like some good sunshine it really can it really can affect the mood it really can affect your day and I'm just I'm just feeling grateful for it also as of two days ago you guys I can say that I have started finally getting back into the routine of doing a little bit of working out and I it took me so long you guys know I've been talking about this it took me so long to finally start doing some at-home workouts but the last two days I did it and hopefully I'll have time tonight I'm not necessarily committing myself to like every single day I have to like do something but it's just kind of like you know if I am at home and I if I'm at home all day and I have you know 30 or 45 minutes it's like why why not? You know, if I can squeeze that into the afternoon or the evening, it's just, you know, it's really not that hard. It's just, you know, 30 minutes less time that I would be just sitting scrolling on my phone or sitting on Netflix. So happy about that. Feeling good. There's just been so many like free videos and classes online and things like that. So um, that is definitely something that I'm glad to be getting back a little bit into the routine of and what else? Also, I have been vlogging more often. I uploaded two vlogs in the past week since I uploaded the last podcast episode, and I'm starting a new one today. So that is always good. I've been having fun, even just though, you know, I'm just vlogging at home by myself in the quarantine. It's like, you guys have been really kind with your comments. I've been reading them recently and you guys, you know, have been saying, you know, it doesn't even matter if you don't, you don't do anything. Like these videos really make my day. Just, it's making my day a little bit brighter to come home from like a shift at work and see a video. So I think that that is a really great thing to just have this like sense of community right now. Even if it's just, you know, our, our YouTube audience, our podcast audience, and I feel like that's pretty much what I've been up to. I mean, not that much has changed from last week. So I've just been, you know, I think we're all just kind of taking it slow, taking it day by day and just trying to stay positive. And that's pretty much what I have been up to. So maybe I'll have more exciting of a weekly catch up next week. We'll have to see. I did quickly want to shout out my Patreon. That is where I post extra videos and extra content for you guys. And the last video that I've uploaded to there was a personal, private, Patreon-only 
Q&A and I just kind of drank some wine with you guys and answered all of the questions that you guys pretty much had. So if you're ever interested in any fun story time videos or me talking about my substance experiences and uh, my smoke sessions, my CBD sessions, those are all on my Patreon. It will be linked in the show notes. It is always linked in the show notes. So go check that out if you feel so inclined to you know, get more extra secret content. And if you guys ever want to be involved in these episodes where I ask for you guys' questions and experiences, all you have to do is just follow the unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes Instagram page. Honestly, I think it's about to get pretty cute. I just had a bunch of really cute like illustrations and graphic work done for me. Just having some more like branding and graphics for the podcast. So I think that the page is super cute. So definitely go check it out if you guys haven't followed it. That is also linked in the show notes of the episode. Okay, and with that being said, let's segment into our bops and flops of the week. All right, I'm going to start off with flops because I only have one flop that I could think of, and that is, you know, overall just feeling like I'm not doing enough or giving myself time like away from my phone to unplug and recenter myself. I really, and I know this is all just like my doing and I could easily just like put my phone on the other side of the room or like just give myself some actual like time to just be with myself and meditate and not, you know, be like plugged into social media and my phone. I just feel like I've really found myself doing that even more than usual lately. Like I'll be watching Netflix and I'll just be like scrolling through Twitter or Instagram on my phone. And I'm not even like paying attention to what I'm watching. So it's just like, what am I even, you know, doing in those moments? I'm just kind of like wasting my freaking life away. (laughs) So, um, and I mean, I don't know. I just feel like my screen time has been really up, uh, even more since, quarantine and I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that but you know I just like that's something that I think the next few weeks I would like to try and improve a little bit it's just like less screen time and just giving myself more time to do other things that aren't just like in front of a screen so yeah I've kind of been letting that take up a lot of my nights and a lot of my time not to give myself too much of a hard time but yeah that's kind of my my flop that I've been thinking of over this past week. And now let's move on to bops. Let's bring some positivity into our week. My first bop is yesterday. Well, when I'm recording this, which is Wednesday, April 8th, um, yesterday was my official 10 years on YouTube, like to the day. And I'm a very, very nostalgic person. I'm also a very, I don't know if this makes sense, but like a numerical person. I really do like remember certain dates and, um, I'm very nostalgic, like I said. So I've just been thinking for the past like month that this was coming up 10 years on YouTube. You guys know I made a whole episode talking about it. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, I just went over what it's been like to be on YouTube for 10 years and you know the highs and the lows of that and how my life has changed and all that kind of stuff. So if you guys want to hear that episode, I think it was about two episodes ago. So go check that out if you missed that one. I did an Instagram post yesterday, like a little um, slideshow of some photos from the past like eight years. I didn't go, actually I posted one screenshot 
of my first YouTube video from actually 10 years ago. So yeah, I got so many just really, really kind comments from you guys on that post. And that's just why I love our community so much is like you guys just know me and I know that most of you guys have watched for so long now. One decade I have been creating content and yeah, I could go on about that. But once again, we made a whole episode about it. So Lindsay, let's move on. My next bop is kind of like a personal one that I chatted about a little bit at the beginning of the episode, but it is just like, I'm really enjoying and I feel like thriving with my alone time during this quarantine, which might sound crazy because like I literally don't interact with people. Um, I mean, other than, you know, if I have to go pick something up or, you know, go to the store, obviously that's like a brief interaction, but I'm, you know, I haven't seen like, I mean, my, one of my friends was in town for a couple weeks. So that definitely gave me a little bit of socialization. Other than that, like I haven't seen a friend since the quarantine began like about a month ago and um I'm really not going insane like I for some reason I was just prepared for this in the sense of like you know I live alone I work from home and I I really was like blessed to be able to kind of already have those preparations for this life like my introvert life what the actual bop is here is I just don't feel like I need someone here with me to keep me company or to like fill my time or keep me from getting bored I, I really am like embracing being alone and being single and just having so much time for my stuff and um you know maybe that'll change I don't know if that will end up changing but for now, like I'm really just feeling good about doing me. Okay, guys, let's let's get into it. So I wanted to start off by sharing some of my personal experiences, highs and lows and stories of my time using dating apps. And then I wanted to get into some of you guys' stories and questions that you had and kind of continue the conversation there. So let's just dive right in. So I'm thinking probably the first time I ever got a dating app, I think was Hmm. I, it must've been like 2014, potentially the end of 2013. Like I remember I went to dinner with Megan Ranks and Lauren Elizabeth and in LA and they were like, Lindsay, you have to download Tinder. Like, how are you not on Tinder? And I downloaded it that night. <laughs> that was definitely like the first one. I feel like Tinder was probably one of the first like big dating apps. So I definitely had Tinder. And then at some point I downloaded Bumble. And then I'm trying to think, I don't think think I had oh no I had Raya at one point but I really didn't like it um and honestly I would probably never download it again because Raya is that like exclusive dating app where you have to like get approved and all this stuff and honestly like to be completely frank I don't really want to date someone that would like only be on a dating app like Raya I kind of want to date just like a real normal person I think that's something that um, has always for some reason been more appealing to me as like somebody that is online. I, I think, you know, in general, I would want to date somebody that is, that just like leads a normal life. Um, so yeah, that's one reason I've never really been super into Raya. I think I had it for like a month, but I definitely had most of my past dating app experiences with Tinder and Bumble. So those are the ones that I'm going to really be kind of like speaking more on. But as of recent, the only one that I have is Hinge. And that's just because I've heard a lot of great things about Hinge. I know that a lot of people have actually like met their partner from Hinge. 
for some reason, I just feel like for what I want, it's probably the best one for me right now. My friends always recommend that one to me over any other ones. And um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't have Bumble. I don't have Tinder, but I used to have those when I first started. I had like a three-year period where I wasn't using dating apps because I was in a relationship. And then um, I didn't really download any for probably like four or five months after my breakup. Cause I was like, you know, girl, I need some time. Like I'm not trying to like start getting back into it right now. Thank you so much to our long time sponsor on this podcast of anchor. So anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform anchor. So As I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. Okay, so my experiences that I'm going to be talking about, like I said, so these were, you know, three, four, five years ago because these are experiences that I had in the past when I was using dating apps when I was living in LA. And I definitely had like for the most part, well, I was going to say for the most part, I had good experiences, but Now that I'm looking back and thinking about it, I'm like, were they actually good? Because I didn't actually like date date. I didn't have a relationship with anyone that I met on a dating app. But I do think a lot of that was just because not to group guys that live in LA together, but it's just kind of like not my type of guy. It's kind of like hard because, you know, I was living there for a while and I was you know, dating there, but I never really felt that like into the type of guys that were in LA. I'm glad now that I'm not in that pool of dating anymore because it just was kind of frustrating and it was kind of hard to find like more genuine people. And there's also just like so many people that live in a city like LA and so many beautiful people. It's almost kind of like really hard to, to date there. There's a lot of pressures. Those, those are my experiences. This is what I'm going to be talking about. So I remember my first time I actually met up with someone, which, (laughs) okay, like, yes, I'm a person that uses dating apps to actually meet up with people. And it does give me anxiety and it does scare me. But at the end of the day, that's the point of using a dating app. It's like, You're never going to know what could be with this person unless you actually meet up. And I mean, it definitely, it definitely can be scary, but I also feel like once you just do it, it gets so much easier to do it again and again. And it's just kind of like taking that first step. And I know that it's really hard because there's just so many unknowns and it's weird when you see someone as like this person that lives in your phone, but then you're actually going to like go and meet up with them in real life. But I do think that most of the time it's worth it, at least to get that, you know, that experience and like actually just talk to that person and see what their voice actually sounds like and see how they are, you know, in real life rather than texting them or messaging them. So um, we'll get into that a little bit because somebody asked a question, I think about that. But let's travel back in time to my first, my first dating app date that I remember having. So I think it was a guy from Tinder. I'm almost positive. And 
we agreed. I think he was like into music. He might have been a musician or something. So we agreed to like meet up at a concert in LA. And I didn't, it was like a small show. I didn't really, I think he said like, oh, my friend's band is performing or something. Like I didn't know the music, but I was just like, okay, like that seems like a good thing to go and do. And honestly, I don't remember that much about the date. I feel like I had fun, but we definitely, we didn't go on a second date. And, um, I don't think I was like mad about it. I think it was just kind of like an average date. Like I thought it was good, but I was kind of like, you know, I'm just like dipping my toes in. This is my first Tinder date ever. This was so long ago, but I don't remember being super invested in that guy. I think it was just kind of like, you know, we met up, we hung out and that was about it. We might've, we probably texted for a few weeks after that. And okay, so this was either probably my second or my third dating update. So I met this guy probably on Tinder. I don't think he was a bumble. I think when I first started, I was just exclusively using Tinder. And then maybe around like 2015 is when I got bumble and started meeting up with guys more from bumble. Um, but okay. The freaking weed whacking is going again. I'm just going to try to ignore it. But I remember this guy and I met up for a date and I don't even remember why, but we went to a hookah lounge. Like I'm thinking back on that right now and I'm like, that's so random that like I met up with this guy to go to a hookah lounge. Like, why did we do that? But honestly, like it was fun. I remember it was a really good date. After that, I saw this guy again. I was pretty, I was pretty invested. We were talking every day. We hung out a few times um, and I felt like it was going good. Like I, I think I had the intention of like hopefully starting a relationship with this person. Um, like that was at least, you know, my goal. I was definitely really into them at the time. And I also was like very young at this point. Like I hadn't had a real boyfriend or anything. So I think I was, you know, really, that's like what I was looking for using, you know, Tinder at the time. And so I wasn't really, you know, trying to hang out with people just to like hook up and hang out and then that's it. Um, so, you know, I was young, I was naive. And so, yeah, me and this guy talked every day. And then I went on a trip at one point after probably us talking for like, I don't know, maybe it was like a month. It could have been three weeks. It was, you know, around that time period, it was still like very new. Obviously we weren't dating, but we were texting like every single day, nonstop. And we had gone on more than one dates and he had like come over one time. So it was kind of like, you know, I was invested. I was invested at the time. And I went on a trip and it was the weirdest thing. Like I left town. I think I had seen him like the night before, like maybe a couple days before. And I left town and it was so strange. Like I remember I had like gotten to my hotel where I was at some point. He just like fully stopped replying to my text messages and no explanation, like no explanation. And it was so strange too, that it happened. Like as soon as I went out of town, I was like, what, like, what is going on? I don't know. So I was definitely really frustrated that whole weekend. I was confused. And then I remember like, I was like, you know, I'll just like call him when I get back to LA and try to like figure out what's going on here. Cause I had not, I still had not like gotten a message back. So I definitely had like double texted or maybe triple texted and just been like, are you there? Like what's going on? Because this had never happened to me before. Honestly, 
I think this was my first time getting ghosted um, that I can remember. Like it, well, actually, no, nope. <laughs> this was at least my second time getting ghosted because I remember my first time getting ghosted was fucked and it was before this. So um, I got back to LA. I remember like I called him and I, I, I think I, or I either sent like a really long message. Okay. I think this is what I did. I called him and he didn't answer. So he's like still ignoring me. So instead of leaving a voicemail, I think I sent like a really long text message just being like, I'm really confused. We were talking every single day. Like I was, you know, I don't know what's going on. Like why, why did you ghost me? Whatever. Just something along those lines. Like I was being, you know, dramatic, but also I was like very upset. I was very upset. So this was the craziest thing ever. Like he fully did not respond. He fully ghosted me never responded to anything from me again. And then guys fucking get this. So that was like in 2014. So I'm pretty sure two years passed by. It could have been one year, but I'm almost positive this happened two years later. It was like fucking Christmas time. And I was at home with my family literally like two years later. And I get a text message from this guy. Okay. He reaches out after two years of fucking like no explanation. And he was like, Hey, I'm just like, thinking about what I did to you. And at that time in my life, like I was really confused and I'm sorry that like it went down like that, something along those lines. And he was like, hope you're doing well. And it was just so fucking random. Like I remember I just was not expecting to ever hear from this guy again. And so that was, that was probably the one time like a person ghosted me and then reached out again it was so fucking weird and this was the type of guy too oh my god it pissed me off so much he ghosted me and then like that back then and then he would watch every single clip of my like snapchat story back in the day I don't do snapchat stories anymore but you know those fucking guys that do this like you know those guys that ghost you and never fucking talk to you again, but they watch every clip of your Instagram or your Snapchat story every single day. It's like, bitch, what are you doing? Why don't you just fucking either unadd me or like send me a message? Like, I don't know. People are just such cowards. Yeah, that was like a bad experience I had with dating apps. I remember that made me, that made me salty. I definitely was like, oof, like I, you know... I thought that I had something with this man's and then let's, let's continue on. So, um, one really, really random thing that happened to me back in the days of my Tinder dates as well, that I remember was so absurd was I was briefly, you know, I just, I just started talking to this guy and we were going to meet up and he basically gave me like an address but he told me he's like I'm performing like at this show tonight like if you want to stop by so I was like okay like that was going to be our first time meeting up and I, I like I didn't really know what to expect but he just like sent me an address and I didn't go alone because I was feeling like a little bit weird about it I was like you know I want to like go with someone so I brought my friend Ollie he came with me um because you know it wasn't like I was just going to meet up with this guy like I was going to kind of like go and like watch him perform and then you know talk to him after and I didn't want to um do that alone so I brought Ollie 
And I just remember we got there and it was the weirdest fucking thing. Like it was so sketchy. The area of LA we were, we were in was so sketchy. And then even just like arriving to the party was so sketchy. Like I thought, I thought we were going to be going to some venue, but it was just like some house and it had like a backyard and then like a basement and a main level to the house. But like the show that was going on was literally like either in the, I think it was in the basement and, um, there was a backyard, like I said, and I'm pretty sure you had to like pay money to get into this thing. And me and Ollie were just like, um, okay. So like we went and I remember like, I guess I had arrived late because the guy that I was like messaging with was like, we talked when I got there and he was like, yeah, my group just like, um, my group just finished actually. Like we just got off stage and I remember me and Ollie were just like, oh, okay. Like, sorry, we didn't, you know, like know what time. I don't think this guy like told me what time he was performing at whatever, but basically like the party was super sketchy and me and Ollie are pretty sure that people were like fully doing heroin in the basement of this house. We didn't like go into this room where we thought that people were like literally shooting up and we could have been wrong, but basically it was just very sketch. Like it was not what I thought it was going to be at all. And I also remember this guy other than like when we talked, when I first got there, I don't think he like made any effort to come and try and talk to me. So it was like very clear that he was just kind of being like, you know, like I'm going to be like performing at this thing. Like if you want to come by, but it wasn't like... Uh, you know, trying to get to know you by any means. So I remember after that, me and Ollie, me and Ollie were like, where the fuck are we? We've got to go. So we just left and I pretty much don't think I ever talked to that guy again. And it was super, super strange. So, you know, I would say if you are um, going somewhere and you definitely make sure you go meet someone in public for the first time, definitely don't go to a first um, date at somebody's place. I think we all kind of probably know that, but that's definitely something I think we should keep in mind. So (laughs) those are some early, uh, early Tinder guy experiences. Now, um, we'll quickly segue into the Bumble phase because I definitely have like a couple Bumble guy stories. I hope that you guys aren't bored. <laughs> I'll try to make them quick. Yeah, I moved on from Tinder and I was meeting up with guys from Bumble. So this is probably like 2015 at some point. Still, uh, before I had ever had a relationship and like had a real boyfriend. So I, you know, I was still, you know, just out in LA looking for love. <laughs> okay, so this first guy, I remember I was pretty interested in him and we ended up like agreeing to go meet up and have dinner, which, um, you know, that was kind of like a bold move because typically I don't go and meet up with people for dinner for a first date because it's kind of like a lot, but I think I just remember it just seemed like natural. We were like, let's go to this restaurant, um, whatever, whatever. So we had a date and I remember it going well. Like, I think that it was a pretty good date in my opinion, but you know, you never really know what the other person is thinking. So we went on a date. It was good. Went home that night. Um, I think I, Either he messaged me that night or I messaged him and was just like, thank you for the date. Like, that was really fun. Just something like that. And we had already been, like, texting up until the point of the date, whatever. So it wasn't, like, you know, weird to say something like that. So 
yeah, that happened. And then I remember, I think I texted him like, thanks for the date, whatever. And then I'm pretty sure he responded. I don't remember what he said, but he said just like something like, yeah, of course, whatever. Like it was fine. And then literally straight up the next day, full ghost. I was fully ghosted. Never heard from him again. <laughs> so, um, I think at the time I was really upset by that because I was confused. Cause I was like, you know, I thought that that was a really good first date, but this is a thing. Like you never know with people that you're meeting up with for the first time. Like you never know how many people, you know, they're going on dates with and what they're looking for. And you just might not be what they're looking for, or, you know, it could be so many different things. So I think it's hard to like, not take something like that personally, because you're like, wait, I thought it went good. Like he just totally must've not liked me. But I think looking back now, I'm like, you know, it just totally wasn't like meant to be. And that's, that's why you go on a first date with someone to see if it's going to work out for both people or not. So I remember I I was definitely upset about that because (laughs) like I said, I've gotten ghosted so many times. So it was just like another guy that ghosted me. I was fucking, I was fucking pissed, but, um, you know, I kept going. I kept, I kept meeting up with people. And, um, this is like my last story that I, I remember this might've been my last time I met up with someone, on a dating app. So I feel like I should have known from the beginning that things were like off with this man's because he showed up to our date literally like almost an hour late. And that is such a bad sign, right? Like, it, I don't know, like 20, 15 minutes late. Yeah, that's forgivable, especially because this was LA. So obviously there's traffic. And I remember he was driving to meet me. But what we did for the first time we met up, which I thought was kind of cute, he had a puppy and I had Squirtle. So we met up at a dog park. And um, then I think we got like Chick-fil-A afterwards, whatever. That was like our date. And I literally waited like an hour for this man. Like I should have just fucking gone home and been like, you know what? That's not cool that you were an hour late. Like I feel like that was (laughs) such a bad sign off the bat, but you know, I was like, um, I guess like I I'm already here. Like I'll just wait. It was just like pretty frustrating, but you know, he was in traffic. No, clearly he just didn't leave in enough time to get to our date on time so um yeah whatever after he got there we actually got along really well and it was really fun and we were having a great time I think we went on two dates um because I remember we went to a restaurant at some point after that maybe like a week or two later and um yeah like he had met Squirtle and me and him were pretty much texting every day and then yeah we had like our second date and then I remember we were texting and at some point he just fully like stopped responding to me (laughs) after talking for like a month and once it like once again I'm just like fucking of course like is this just a thing that men on dating apps do or is this just a thing that like the guys that I'm picking do like am I just picking shitty guys and I think the answer um was yes anyway I remember he didn't respond to a text from me for two weeks and like I said we have been talking every single day up until that point so that's pretty fucking weird and then um two weeks later he reached out and was like hey 
I'm so sorry. I've had so much going on and like stuff with my family. Just the classic like fuckboy excuse, like why you couldn't send a message in two weeks. Just the classic fuckboy excuse. So I remember I was really fucking upset. I think I kind of like forgave him or something. Or I was like, you know, I don't remember. But um, we started texting again. I can't remember if we had a date in between the time where, th- where this happened or if I didn't see him, but we were still talking every day. It doesn't really matter to the story. But then I remember um, he did it again and he basically like fully just ghosted me again, like the same fucking shit. Came back, you know, a few weeks later and was like, hey, um, sorry like I know you don't deserve to be treated like this like all this bullshit and at this point I was fucking done like I was so pissed at this guy I was just like had no time for it anymore so I sent him like a really fucking rude ass message or not even rude it was just like the truth I was like I don't have time for this I don't have time for this like fuckboy behavior in my life and I like will not be giving you another chance because he was basically being like please just like give me one more chance to show you how you deserve to be treated and it was just such a classic classic fuckboy thing to say so I was like no you don't get another chance and that was it and we never talked again after that and uh yeah so <laughs> that is uh some of my um experiences I guess like most of those were not good <laughs> I'm looking back and I'm like wait all of those were kind of bad but I will leave it off on one high note which is that um, I forgot about this story actually one of the first times I met up with someone from uh, it actually might have been the first person I ever no it was like the second I met up with this guy when I was using tinder back in the day and it was um a guy that had like just moved to LA and we actually had a lot in common and we went to get coffee and then um he kind of introduced me to a group of his friends and we all started hanging out and his friends and my friends kind of like meshed together and we were kind of like a cute little friend group for a while and that's something that I never really thought could happen from a dating app so me and that guy did not end up like really being romantic and dating at all but it was nice to like get to know some new people um and it was it was fun you know at the time it was like you know I don't think I would have met any of those people if it wasn't for him. Um, so that is kind of something random, but we'll leave it off on that positive, positive note. Okay, guys, enough about me. I've been freaking going off and talking about myself for so long. So let's hear from some of you guys. I'm going to play a couple of voice messages that you guys sent in. Thank you so much for those of you guys that sent in ones on this topic. So let's start off with our first one. Hi, Lindsay. I'm a super big fan. I followed you and Megan for so many years. Um, my question is, is how do you get over the first nerves of meeting someone for the first time over an app? Okay, yes, I had to open it up with this question because I do genuinely feel like this is one of the biggest like parts of dating apps and just kind of like getting used to the whole thing. And it really just goes back to the point of like what do you want from this do you want to actually like try and meet up with people and you know try to meet somebody or is it more that you're looking for like attention or like a texting buddy or a hookup it kind of like you have to decide what you are looking for and I do think you should be pretty clear 
um, about that, what you're looking for, just so you don't get matched and mixed up with the wrong people. But yes, to answer your question, I'm currently like in this same boat because like I said, I'm getting to the point of like wanting to meet up with people again and people asking me to meet up, but I'm, you know haven't met up with someone in so long that I totally feel what you're saying. But I think at the end of the day, it's just like, you know what, if I never do it, I will regret it more than like, I don't know, just the anxiousness of going out and doing it. So some tips that I've actually heard from other people that use dating apps all the time. Um, most people say that, you know, you don't want to text too much before you meet up with this person because you want to have like things to talk about on the date and I think I'm definitely guilty of this one of like you know just getting into that conversation and talking for a few weeks and going back and forth and talking to this person every day and then it's like shit we have talked about a lot already so that's a tip that I've definitely heard but you know but just overall to answer your question I think genuinely you just have to like tell yourself you know what I'm never gonna know what could have been unless I go and do this and like meet this person and like I never am gonna know like what our chemistry could have been and um you know you just want to go and you want to figure that out and also this is a thing too like if you're not meant to be with this person and you meet them and you're like oh you know we don't mesh together but if you never meet up with them and you just like talk to them and build this like text relationship with them, this phone relationship with them for like weeks or months or whatever it is, but you guys never meet up, it's like you're going to have so much like emotions and time wasted on this person if you guys aren't, you know, meant to be together in that way and you guys don't mesh in that way if, if you never, you know, met up with them. So it's just kind of like, I feel like it's just a good thing to do if you are like serious about using dating apps for actually meeting people. So I know that you can do it. I know that it's hard. Trust me. I know that it's hard, but you kind of just have to like bite the bullet and just do it once. And then I do feel like it gets so much easier to be able to do it once you just do it once. Hi, Lindsay. My name is Raina. I've been watching you for a long, long, long time. Um, but I wanted to share an experience on here that I think can shed a little bit of light on dating apps and maybe bring some hope to people. Um, for me, almost three years ago, I was on Tinder, swiping on different guys, not thinking anything of it. And then all of a sudden, this guy came up on my screen. I swiped right on him. And now, almost three years later, we're still together. Everything's fine. And I guess the reason that I'm sharing this is so people know that this is something that can happen. And it's something that, you know, is definitely possible. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, no questions here. Just wanted to share that experience. But I love you so much, Lindsay. And, um, yeah, bye. Yes, bitch. I love that somebody sent in, like, a happy story. They've been dating for three years. They met their mans on Tinder. And I really do love hearing these dating app stories that are successful because think about it, guys. Like, they probably, this couple probably wouldn't have met if it wasn't for Tinder, like, if it wasn't for dating apps. And, you know, they're happily together for three years. So thank you so much, Raina, for submitting that. That made me honestly really happy. And honestly, it gave me some hope because I'm like, you know what? I know that um, Remy Ashton and her mans met on a dating app. They met on Hinge and they're super cute and super happy. And it just goes to show you that these 
things really can work if you are, you know, going out there and you are meeting people and you are trying. So hell yeah to that. All right, we are going to play one more voice message and then we're going to get into some questions. Oh, this one like really hit my heart because girl, like I was talking about earlier, I just really like feel you on this. Okay. So what I think probably happened here is you should not take this personally at all that I really think maybe someone's just kind of exploring their options and maybe they will, you know, text you again in a few days or in a few weeks or something like that. But it does seem like this person ghosted and didn't, you know, give you an explanation, which is very uncool. And, you know, you said, you know, this guy's like everything you've ever wanted, but you also said, you know, he doesn't, he's not that like typical fuckboy Tinder guy. But to be honest, like if he did just go and go and ghost you like this and you guys were talking every day, you know, he is kind of like being a fuck boy. I mean, you know, and also, like I said, you definitely shouldn't take this personally. You know, he's probably just feeling out his options or maybe he's just like, you know, I, I don't like want to talk to somebody right now or who knows. There's a lot of things that could happen and could contribute to this and maybe he will reach out again. But to be honest, if he hasn't given you a response on Snapchat or over text in the last couple weeks, and you guys were talking a lot up until that point, I would say don't send a double text because honestly, there's, you know, like you might want to say, and I know I've been so guilty of this in the past, like of just wanting to be like, have the final word, but I genuinely think you should wait for him to message you back, um, or, and try to just move forward because, just try to move forward because you don't really know what's going to happen here. But I do think that a person that genuinely like cares would at least reach out and not ghost you like this. So I know this is definitely one of the most frustrating things I feel with dating apps, especially, you know, before you meet up with someone and you just have been talking to them and then they do something like this. It's just like, ugh, come on. You, you couldn't have even just fucking, I don't know, tried a little harder at the beginning. So I would say don't double text and just wait it out, but also just try to move forward. And really, really the bottom line here is don't take this personally. Like this guy's never even met you. And you know, you guys were just communicating over the phone and he, he doesn't know you well enough. No, he doesn't, he doesn't know you that well. So try not to take it too personally because it's just him being a dumb classic boy, honestly, in my opinion. So I think you can move forward and you can find someone that is actually going to be better for you. And just keep trying girl, because you know what? The right person will not do this to you. Okay, so now I wanted to read a couple of you guys' experiences and a couple questions you guys had from Instagram. We'll just do a few here because it has been almost an hour, but I wanted to first off start off by reading a funny story one of you guys submitted, and I've actually never heard of anything like this happening, so I thought it was kind of silly and we had to read it, so... She says, have a funny story, but it's too long to fit in the question box. So after chatting with a guy for a bit online, we decided to meet up for the first time at a restaurant slash bar. We texted each other when we got there so we could meet out front. I walked up, saw him waiting for me. We hugged, said hi, and went in to grab a table. We ordered some drinks, started chatting, but then some things that we were talking about just weren't adding up with what we had talked about online. 
Then I happened to overhear a guy at the table behind me say his name. I turned around, looked at him and the girl he was with and said, wait, are you Colin? I think I'm supposed to be meeting up with you. (laughs) In the midst of discovering that somehow the four of us had accidentally swapped dates, the waitress came to our table with our drinks as the guys were trading seats and was like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) It was just such an unusual situation. We all just laughed about it. Like, what are the chances? (laughs) this is wild like if this happened to me I would be just like oh my god how did I not know that like (laughs) it was the wrong guy maybe they looked kind of like I love how like there was another couple there and you guys both swapped dates and um, that you guys were able to laugh about it so I think that that's really silly and I'm glad that somebody said I'm glad that somebody said a story like that because it made me laugh Okay, another happy tale here. This girl says, I actually just met the man of my dreams on Tinder a few months ago. Another Tinder love story, you guys. We've had like two in this episode alone. Why do you guys continue chasing even when you've told them you aren't interested anymore? Hmm, well, you know, they probably just think that you're really beautiful or that they really want to get to know you. They want to have another chance. But um, what I would say, you know, if you've told them you're not interested anymore and they're still hitting you up, I'd probably just like um, delete the contact or uh, you can unmatch with them if it's just on the app. I probably wouldn't give a guy my number unless I was genuinely interested but you know sometimes you start texting with someone and then you see like you know oh we're not gonna work together so um yeah definitely make it clear like you said that you're not interested and if they're still trying honestly i'd probably just like delete block whatever you gotta do unmatch because you have made it clear and you're not ghosting them and if you don't want to hear from them anymore you don't need to so that's what i would do Oh, wait, we have another freaking success story here. I'm married to a man I met on a dating app. Five years together, two years married. Whoa, okay, kind of (laughs) legendary. So guys, I'm actually feeling really positive right now about going back into dating apps. Like, I don't know, I'm just feeling good. (laughs) Um, This girl says, is it okay to go out with a guy from Bumble if you don't like him just for free sushi? um I don't know I mean like if you genuinely don't see any potential I think that you probably shouldn't go get free sushi with this guy just because it's gonna give him the wrong idea I mean if you see like any amount of potential maybe you should just go and you can meet a friend you can see if you guys get along but I don't think you should go just for the sushi like I think you should go for some good company and you know (laughs) yeah that's what I think how to really use a dating app because I think I might be doing it wrong because they are all fuck boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, you just gotta like maybe swipe on those guys that like don't look like fuck boys. I feel like there's certain photos where you can gotta tell. So maybe don't swipe on people so much just because they're like attractive and all that jazz. And maybe try to swipe on the people that look like they're more serious about dating and. Um, you just really have to start talking to people and I, I definitely know that it's hard, but maybe you're using the wrong dating app. So I would suggest I've, I've honestly had a pretty good experience so far on hinge. Um, I haven't encountered too many fuck boys, uh, at this point, <laughs> um, I would say like probably hinge and bumble, maybe don't use Tinder if you're using Tinder. I think, I mean, not to say that there aren't good people on there. I just, 
I've heard that people are more like serious about relationships on Hinge as opposed to Tinder. Um, I got a question. Have you been catfished? And I have not as far as I know. I mean, there's a chance I guess I could have messaged with a catfish, but I've fully never like met up with somebody that wasn't the same person that they said they are. And I'm not too worried about this happening, to be honest. Uh, I don't think it happens as much as um, on the show Catfish. And also like you know, if someone's going to actually meet up with you and they're not who they say they are, I don't know. I I think that that takes a a lot to actually go through with that entire lie and show up as someone completely different than you've been looking on a dating app. So I don't think that these things really happen as much as people think that they do personally, but you know, who's to say? I mean, if any of you guys have any crazy catfish stories, you should submit those for another episode. Do you think dating apps set people up for failure because the situation is so forced? You know, I don't. I mean, I really don't because, yeah, the situation's, I guess, a little bit forced. But at the same time, it's like you guys are both you guys both made the conscious decision to get a dating app and you both are on it for certain reasons or you wouldn't be on it. So it's kind of like, I actually look at it a bit in the opposite way. And I think that they can set people up for success. Obviously it can set people up for failure if you, you know, really just choose to not ever meet up and you, you, I don't know, you know what I mean? It just kind of depends on like what you're looking for when you're using a dating app, but I don't think that they set people up for failure. And, um, I think you just kind of have to like take it for what it is and try and be positive. And if it's not working for you, maybe take some time off of dating apps. You don't have to keep using it if you're not getting what you want out of it. And, uh, it's just something, you know, it's just a tool to try, but, um, definitely not for everybody. Okay. And we'll leave it off with never used them in a relationship right now. Wonder what do you guys talk about? LOL. (laughs) Um, I wanted to answer this one because I was struggling at the beginning of getting back into hinge. I did. And I'm still kind of struggling with like, what do I say off the bat when I first message someone that I'm matching with? It's like, I mean, obviously you don't, I feel like I'm overthinking it and you can just be like, Hey, how's your day going? Like, it's more just like saying something rather than saying nothing. So I'm trying to get better about that. And to answer your question of, you know, what, what do you guys talk about? Honestly, I have my dog in like two of my photos. Actually, I think Squirtle is only in one of my photos. So I talk about, I usually talk about dogs. If they have a dog, I usually compliment their dog. (laughs) Um, Or I say something about one of their photos. Or if they have like a funny prompt on Hinge, maybe I'll like like it or respond to it. But I mean, kind of like what I talk about with my matches is we'll just be like, you know, how are you holding up during the quarantine? Um, What are you up to? Like, what are you getting into tonight? We usually just talk about what we're doing. And um, then now at this point, I've had like three guys, uh, four guys that we've like taken our convo off of Hinge and onto text. And once that happens, then it can just kind of like open the conversation a little bit more, a little bit deeper, just to kind of like getting to know each other more. And um, I don't know, I try not to take take it too seriously. I kind of just am just getting to know people right now. And that's what I'm focusing on. 
I think that's pretty much where I will leave it at because it has been a lot, about an hour and my voice is getting really tired. <laughs> so thank you guys so much to those of you who submitted a question or a story or an experience. I really do appreciate it and I love being able to have these interactive parts of the episodes with you guys. So send me a DM or leave me a comment on the unfiltered Instagram with what you guys want me to talk about in my next episodes. Cause honestly, I don't really know exactly what I'm going to talk about next. So let me know if you guys like the dating episodes. Let me know if you guys like sex episodes, hearing about my personal stories, uh, things you want me to talk about with guests. I would love to hear any ideas for future episodes that you guys have and your feedback is always so appreciated. So if you made it until the end of the episode and you enjoyed this, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts on the app. You just scroll to the bottom of the unfiltered show and you can leave five stars and leave a review and maybe I will read your review next week. So thank you guys so freaking much for listening. I had a lot of fun reflecting today on these stories and these experiences and I'll probably have some more stories for you guys kind of soon because like I said I'm getting back into the world of dating oh my god so uh hopefully that can at least provide my podcast with some entertainment thank you guys so much for listening to another episode and I will see you next week bye guys